getting you up and getting your sports day started. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Hey, good morning. Welcome to Monday. It is the Morning Drive on Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Jamie Lent and Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. Nice to have you with us. We're all in our places with bright, shiny faces. You got... Uh, a weekend behind you. Hope you had uh, an outstanding weekend. And if you have something you want to share with us this morning, we uh, certainly would uh, entertain that this morning on the 8th Flooring Center chat line. Benchmark hotline is open as well at 806-771-0973. We come to you this morning from the First United Bank Double T 97.3 studio. It uh, did rain in the overnight. A little, uh, little bit of rain this morning. It's uh, Coming into the old J-O-B, but uh, <clears throat> everybody's got a good drink, I think, this weekend. Okay. Okay. Everybody got a good drink. I know that some of you probably didn't need it. You know, there's some that probably needed it more than others. And there's others that said, I could have used this uh, 90 days ago. And uh, for the rest of us that just want to have a green yard, we'll, we'll take it whenever we can get it. Right? Yeah, definitely would have uh, would have taken a little bit more. Could have taken a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Okay, well... Uh, we got. Uh, quite, did you fill up your ring gauge? By the way, did you check it this morning uh, so you'd have a report for us? No. Okay, we could. Uh, we would entertain uh, ring gauge totals this morning as well on the morning drive. So you might uh, you might go ahead and check yours. You might have record totals, at least for the for the year. Maybe. You know, they always say <clears throat> you know Lubbock gets about 11, 12 inches of rain a year. You got to be here the week you get it. But I'm pumped. Did you know that? Did not know that. Just be here the week that you get it. Um, I kind of fell flat on my face with that one. All right. Uh, lots to get into this morning here on the morning drive. <clears throat> we have a starting quarterback named, and we have a quarterback named to the Texas Tech Ring of Honor. So lots of, uh, lots of stuff coming down the pike on uh, Saturday Late evening, uh, early evening, depending on how you want to look at it. Late afternoon, early evening. And then uh, the starting quarterback uh, named by uh, head coach Joey McGuire uh, last night uh, coming out at about uh, 545 with Tyler Shuck will be the guy that trots out there for the Red Raiders a week from Saturday when they take on Murray State at 7 o'clock under the lights at Jones Stadium. You're not surprised, probably, are you? I, uh, that is the guy that I kind of had started leaning towards over the last couple of weeks, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he, we will get some comments from Coach McGuire uh, from uh, the post-scrimmage uh, on Saturday. Uh, obviously, he did not name the quarterback on Saturday. Uh, he had an idea. He knew who he was going to be, and he wanted to sit down and, and talk with all the players, and he reiterated that uh, Saturday night uh, during his uh, tech night uh, talk uh, at the Knights of Columbus Hall. Uh, basically, he said that he wanted us to sit down with all three of them, felt like that they had earned that, uh, that they'd all worked hard, uh, but that he had decided on one, but he wasn't going to name one there. And then uh, last night it came out. So I think there was probably if you'd asked me on Saturday or if you'd even asked me Saturday night, I would have said it would have been sometime this morning, you know, after, but apparently they were able to have their their conversations and uh, and get everybody on the uh, on the up to up and uh, then decided to go ahead and put it out last night. The players are off today. Uh, they can't do anything uh, today now that's required by the team. Now, that doesn't mean that they won't go in and lift or stretch or throw or watch film or anything along those lines. It's just 
you know the uh, the NCAA um, requires each of these players, uh, whether regardless of the sport, in a, any given seven days to have a day off, which seems reasonable, right? Sure. Yeah, seems mm-hmm. reasonable. Mm-hmm. So uh, we know that you know if you if you give somebody an opportunity to work somebody seven days a week, they're going to do it. But um, you know, a lot of these guys they understand the the timeliness of the matter in terms of. You only get 12 of these games. You only get so many opportunities, and you want to make the best of them. And sometimes you have to kind of help self-regulate everybody a little bit when you get into those situations and say, hey, listen, you got you got to take a break. you got to rest your body or your eyes just a, just a little bit. So that is uh, today uh, and will be every Monday uh, during the football season. Coach McGuire will have a, quote, mock week for how it will go for week one. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what uh, – We'll see what transpires uh, with Tyler Shuck. Probably the the safe bet. He did say uh, after practice that all three would play uh, against Murray State and that they would have specific packages for all three. There wouldn't necessarily be a rotation, but there would be packages for all three. And I continue to to be intrigued by that. Yeah. No, I, I think I'm... What, what are the packages that Barrett Morton has that the others don't? What, yeah. is, what is the package that Tyler Shuck has that others don't? Yeah. We know what Donovan Smith says. Inside the red zone, right? I mean, that's what uh, you... Just a quarterback that's... When you want a quarterback that can move. Yeah, yeah, he can... He can... Whether it's inside the red zone or it's third and one at your own 25. Yeah, so um, it'll be interesting to see. Well, it'll be interesting to see how how late into the game that they would put in Morton or how late, you know, how long do they go with, with Shuck before they put in Donovan Smith for one of those... You know, special packages along those lines. Um, I guess everybody understands that going in. And there's other there's other battles as well. And we'll get some some thoughts from uh, from Coach McGuire throughout the morning as well. And the other competitive battles, uh, the kicking competition, and then also uh, the 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 uh, position he said that was the most competitive right now outside of quarterback and kicker. So. Uh, Banjo Bob says this. I think the joke goes, how much rain does Lubbock get? About 12 inches or so. When does that usually come? Uh, Thursday. Oh, thank you, Banjo Bob. Okay. Okay. You know, there. I don't know if I quite get the joke. Basically, it comes all in one day. Oh, okay. Yeah, it it does seem to... (laughs) Come in, Come, in yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Come in buckets. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul reports in three quarters of an inch of rain in the Monterey High School area. Thankful. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> uh, somebody else says self-regulate. Uh, Chuck saying those words is funny. Okay. <laughs> well, there's probably some probably some truth uh, to that. Saying those words is is funny. Um, if I'd asked you a year ago, or if I'd asked you two years ago, who the first quarterback would be um, named to the Texas Tech Ring of Honor that you see on the west side of the of the stadium, would you have said Patrick Mahomes, or would you have said Graham Harrell, or I, someone? I probably would have guessed Graham. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I think uh, I think I would have. I think I would have too. Um, I'd I'd heard a little bit of a rumor on that a few weeks ago, but not nothing from. Nothing envelope worthy, okay. <laughs> nothing, nothing envelope worthy. Where I would put the next name of the Ring of Honor in an envelope and then come on here and, and declare it. All right. So it wasn't wasn't like anybody was whispering in my ear from athletics or anything like that. 
Uh, and I thought, oh, really? Okay, that's kind of that's kind of interesting. Um, I don't know that we're going to have one of these every year in terms of a Ring of Honor uh, inductee, um, but uh, I thought that was uh, an interesting way to do it, the way that they did it. And we'll get into that uh, a little bit this morning in terms of uh, Kirby Hocutt and, and Dr. Skuvenick and Dusty Womble going to Kansas City and and doing a video presentation and basically surprising Patrick Mahomes. I thought that was pretty cool the way that that turned out uh, mm-hmm. for him. So that'll be uh, that'll be good to have his name on the side of the stadium. Uh, but it was I was a little bit surprised by okay if you'd have said to me even maybe a week ago two weeks ago hey who's the first quarterback going to be up there I think Graham Harrell because statistically for what he did for Texas Tech he he was the guy <clears throat> but name brand what he's done for Texas Tech Patrick Mahomes is the guy right probably no bigger no bigger yeah no bigger it'll be hard to top. Big plays and even bigger laps. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. We only get 12 of these this year, and we only get a handful of these that fall during the weekday, but it is 8 22 How about that? Awesome. With and you know d- what happens if you add 2 plus 2 plus 2 <laughs> plus 2? It's 8. You get 8. Unfortunately, <laughs> there's that extra 2 in there, but for the sake of the moment here, it's 8 2 2. Two-two. Right. There you go. And uh, Jeff McGuire's got the news and notes. Not a lot today, believe it or not. Okay. Um, 1917, Pittsburgh Pirates play their fourth straight extra inning game. Wow. Left fielder Carson Bigby sets a Major League Baseball record of 11 at-bats in 22 innings in the 6-5 to loss to the Brooklyn Dodgers at Ebbets Field. Yikes. 1934, Red Sox pitcher Wes Farrell hits not one, but two home runs to beat the White Sox 3-2 in 12 innings. He, he was kind of a golden boy there in the early days of the Dodgers in, uh, in Los Angeles. Good looking, played with, you know, just had, had flair. Wes Farrell? Yeah. Or Carson Bigby? Wes Farrell. Okay. 1959, Cincinnati Reds future baseball Hall of Famer Frank Robinson hits three consecutive home runs for a total of six RBI in an 11-4 win over the St. Louis Cardinals at Crosley Field. 1961, New York Yankee Roger Maris hits home run number 50. 50. He'll have 11 more this year. (laughs) 1980. Bill Veck agrees to sell the Chicago White Sox to Eddie DiBartolo Sr. for $20 million. The AL owners blocked the sale. Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't think that went through. It went to somebody else eventually. And B- Bill Veck, it's, uh, you know, was... Uh, interesting said, character. Interesting character, yeah. They could do a 30 for 30 on him, but they would need more than one episode. Yeah. 1984, Mets pitcher Dwight Gooden becomes the 11th rookie to strike out 200 batters. Man, he was so fun to watch. Mention strikeouts. I feel like you kind of got to mention the strikeout king, Nolan Ryan, especially on the day where he gets strikeout number 5,000. Chuck, do you remember who it was against? (sighs) Was it Ricky Henderson? It was Ricky Henderson. Very good, Chuck. Mm Mm-hmm. Very good. Pat yourself on the back for that one. Thank you. And in 2007, 
Texas Rangers played against the Baltimore Orioles. They scored a lot in this game. 30 to 3. Mm. Most runs scored by a team in modern MLB history. It is National Eat a Peach Day. Not going to lie, not a huge fan of a peach. Me neither. I, I'm a, you're not a fan of the peach? I'm not really a big fan of the peach. I love a peach. I love the peach and I love a nectarine. You, how about a nectarine? I'm out. You're yeah. out. <laughs> you're out on the nectarine too. Okay. Mm -hmm. Happy birthday. Usain Bolt, 36. I bet he's still fast. I would say yes. Not I as fast, so. but uh, he's, he's I, fast. I don't, I don't know that uh, he's world record time fast anymore, but mm -hmm. he could definitely outrun all three of us combined. He'd probably be <laughs> backwards <laughs> with a broken leg. Um, and happy birthday to Super Bowl champion Jim McMahon. Turned 63 today. Wow. He was a fun guy. He was a fun guy. And in this day in 1776, mm. the British arrive at Long Island with nearly 24,000 men ready to land in a moment, according to one observer. General, General William Howe's large army came to Long Island hoping to capture New York City and gain control of the Hudson River and a victory that would divide the rebellious colonies in half. That was the plan. We'll find out later. If it worked on this day in sports history. All right. 6.50 this morning. I saw this uh, from the AJ on Friday after our fine radio program. Uh, it was from a hundred years ago on 8-19-22. Only 19-22. Okay. So I thought this was just, I, I always kind of, these kind of things just, uh, I don't know. I, I think they're, I think they're interesting. Uh, Lubbock took one of the loosest contests of the season from the Sweetwater Swatters Friday, 12 to 5, seemingly being able to score at will and tracking up 21 hits. Just the style of riding, you know, from, mm -hmm. from those days was really what... Sweetwater Swatters. Sweetwater Swatters. Man, yeah. say that 16 times there. Baseball uh, guy. So why was they playing baseball on Friday? hundred years ago i don't i don't know this is probably the lubbock covers or whatever they were called is this a baseball this yeah, a, yeah I, I get it is it like a minor league team yeah it was like a minor league team or a uh or just maybe a barnstorming type team would be probably be my guess they, they had a number of those uh i don't know that the hubbers were ever they were never a formal minor league uh affiliate of anybody but you know they played you know town ball and made the made the paper Okay. And somebody cool. was out there covering it, you know. Mm -hmm. You know, Sweetwater Swatters, twelve to five, seemingly being able to score at will. Nice. See, that's that's some that's some some words you could use for, you know, the Red Raiders seemingly able to score at will, Jeff. And we've tracked up twenty one hits so far. Tracked up. Tracked up. Okay. See, that's some new new verbiage that you could try out on uh, Jeff Haxton during yeah. Red Raider baseball games. I like the first part, but I don't think I'll use tracked up. Which one? Seemingly being able to score at will? Yeah, that sounds yeah. good. Yeah, that sounds good. Mm -hmm. yeah. That sounds like something a normal person would say. <laughs> yeah. Tracked up does not. Uh, how about this from Clay? My first major league game was the Rangers versus the A's when Nolan got his 5,000th strikeout. I was also at the game versus the White Sox when Nolan whooped Robin Ventura. Wow. 
Well, how about that? Pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. 6.52 this morning here on the morning drive. You spoke of home runs, um, and uh, Albert Pujols uh, had some more over the weekend. So, man, he is having a uh, he's having a little bit of a surge at the end of his uh that's his pretty, career. That's pretty cool. Yeah, he he says though he still plans to retire at the end of the season. Uh, at this point, after two more home runs on Saturday, he is eight away from seven hundred. Um, he's on a hot streak with six home runs in his last eight games. Uh, he told uh, USA Today's Bob Nightingale he still plans to walk away no matter where he ends up on the all-time home run list. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're a reliever. Last game of the season, mm-hmm. he's one short of seven hundred. Do you hang a curveball? End of the season outcome doesn't matter of the game. Do you hang a curveball for him? Well, first off, hanging a curveball would be more difficult to hit out than grooving a fastball. Okay, do you groove a fastball for him? I, I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, I don't think he'd want that. You know, I, I think how they've done with some of the guys in in an exhibition game, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. the All-Star game, okay. A real-life competition, nah. I mean, what Brett Favre did for Michael Strahan, it, it's tainted that record, you know. And I thought it was a terrible look. So, um, not, not eh, I shouldn't say that. I, re- I respect Favre wanting to give Strahan the shot. Mm-hmm. I respect Strahan for getting that close to the record, but I mean, it was, I mean, he took a fall on purpose just for Strahan. Yeah. So I, I don't think you would intentionally in a real game want to do that. Yeah. You don't, and you I certainly don't want, if, if somebody did do that, I certainly don't want to know about it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just keep that amongst oh, you girls. I didn't say you'd broadcast that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just that you would make sure that a Hall of Famer got to 700 as opposed to 699. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm, I'm the guy that doesn't want to be on the highlight reel, giving up 700. Yeah, no, right. I'm kind of, I'm kind of with you on that. Uh, I'm with you on that. I'm, tr- I'm trying to get him out. Now yeah. I'm not walking him on four pitches, you know. I don't you, think uh, you definitely would would feel bad if you walked him, right? Especially, oh, 100 percent. Yeah, you want to give him a shot. Yeah, I don't think Al Downing would tell you that he grooved one for, you know, Hank Aaron. He did not. He certainly didn't want to be part of that history. Nobody did in terms of giving up 7-15. All right, it's just before 7 this morning. We'll talk some tech football as uh, the Red Raiders are, man, they're, we're getting almost to single digits in terms of away from uh, this football season kicking off with Murray State on September the 3rd. It'll be a week from Saturday. Of course, you'll hear it right here on Double T 97.3. Recapping yesterday while looking ahead to today's sports day. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3. Uh, it's game on. Nice to have you with us this morning on Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Jamie Lint and Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. Our pleasure to have you with us this morning on Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. Come to you from the First United Bank, Double T 97.3 studio. And uh, look forward to your thoughts and comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line and the Benchmark Hotline. That number is 806-771-0973. If you are a fan of the movie Apollo 13, you'll remember 
uh, when Jim Lovell and and others they're on their way back in the crippled ship, and uh, one of the astronauts says, uh, "Moon's getting pretty big in the window right now. Do you have anything for us?" And the Earth is getting pretty big. The Earth is getting pretty big. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel like. As, as we get ready this this football season, the Earth's getting pretty big in the window right now. In other words, we got to get ready. We got all got to get ready. Make sure that we're fully prepared for uh, a week from Saturday. So feel like the feel like the Earth's getting pretty big in the window right now. Thank you for that correction, Mr. McGuire. Yeah, because they were leaving the moon, right? Yeah, they were leaving the moon. Yeah, so the moon was getting pretty small. Smaller, yeah. yeah. And the Earth's getting pretty big in the in the window. And um, so anyway, that's how I kind of feel about this. We're getting ready for this football season. It uh, it kicks off from a high school standpoint on Thursday. We'll have Friendship and Coronado for you here on Double T 97.3 and on Oldies 97.7. Uh, it comes to us from Lowry Field. And uh, should be, that's always, a, that's always a fun battle. You know, a couple of schools that, uh, you know, aren't in the same district and, you know, basically crosstown rivals, I think, or it would be a good good way to describe that. To a degree, I don't know that they're rivals. I don't think. I mean, they're uh, inner. Not like Lubbock and Lubbock Cooper and friendship. Yeah, but friendship I, and Cooper or Coronado and Monterey, those are rivals. Yeah, I, I don't know that I'd call friendship and Coronado a rivalry. Okay, I, I guess. Um, well, you've I, been here longer than I. Kind of. I, I mean, I, I just kind. I just kind of look at any time you're playing within the city. You know that that's there's a, that there's, a, there's I don't know that it's a bitter rival like friendship and Lubbock Cooper though that's bitter rival right there is that's it? like fighting words kind of like deal cross the line kind of deal is it really that bad well, I don't know it seems to be <laughs> it seems 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 like yeah. it's it seems like it's you know it's seems bitter like rivals it's, you know it's all pretty tame to me okay well you're yeah. and you're right in it you're right in the middle of it. I'm just a I'm just a looky loo on the outside mm-hmm. um, now Monterey and Coronado yeah bitter rivals. Battle of, you know, 50th and th- Indiana and 34th and whatever it is. That seems like a more vicious rivalry mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. Um, because it's, th- I think, the, the years and the length of it. Sure, right. Okay, mm-hmm. that that seems like a, a bigger, bitter rivalry compared to Friendship and Cooper. Okay, yeah. yeah. maybe And maybe the Friendship, what can we do to help that? To help them become more bitter rivals between Friendship and Love at Cooper? Is there anything we can do to kind of spur that on? Well, I mean, usually, I don't know, somebody doing something really stupid. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're just the guys to do it. <laughs> yeah, somebody, somebody doing something stupid. And so suddenly we don't act like, you know. Mature people. C- civilized humans yeah, right, anymore. Right. That, then all of a sudden it gets real. Uh, Brian suggests Monterey and Lubbock High. And I, and I understand the Battle of the Spurs and all that, but it's just not been a fair fight for quite some time. Yeah, that's, that's unfortunately, Unfortunately. Uh at least on the uh, on the football field. So hope, hopefully things will change uh, along those lines. But we'll have the high school fan zone on the air. Hope, hopefully if you're a fan of Lubbock High, yeah, you're right. a fan of Monterey, you're not hoping right. so. Right, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, no, I'm, if you're a fan of Monterey, you want to just keep beating the bejesus out of them. <laughs> sure. Um, you know, we'll have, uh, we'll have coaches uh, from Coronado and Estacado uh, on the air tonight for the high school fan zone. Uh, you'll hear Tommy Wood. Uh, tonight at seven o'clock uh, on one hundred point seven, the score. Okay, that'll be interesting, right? Always, okay, always. Emmy's full of energy, full of mm-hmm. knowledge. Uh, tomorrow night, Monterey and Lubbock High. Speaking of those two schools, and then speaking of the other two schools, Wednesday, Friendship and uh, Lubbock Cooper. 
and will make their way to the First United Bank Double T 97.3 studio. Okay. Um, Rangers and the Twins tonight. It's a wraparound on a Monday. Kind of weird. You know, 6 o'clock first pitch in downtown Minneapolis. We'll have it at 5.30. Balls and strikes at about 6.10 tonight. Rangers uh, have already taken two over the weekend. They look for the series finale win tonight. I think the series is tied for the season going into this game. I think the Rangers have a chance to win the season series with the Twins. Okay. I know they have a chance to win this series. I would be shocked if it's the season series. All right. Well, I will effort that. Fact check me on that. Um, Coach Joy McGuire making his announcement for the starting quarterback uh, yesterday came uh, last night, finished up their meetings, and I, I guess he decided, hey, what do you think? Let's just go ahead and put that out there. Mm-hmm. Tyler Shuck will uh, be QB1. <laughs> and it's funny how he made, which I thought was a pretty funny joke last week about how everybody wants to announce QB1. Why does nobody announce left tackle one? Or, <laughs> right. You know, you're starting center. And, right. And, and here we go. We yeah, did it. We, we, did. we, we <laughs> followed the same guidelines. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. so this is, this is Coach McGuire right after practice and after the scrimmage on Saturday. Um, he was asked about the starting quarterback, and here's what Coach McGuire said at that point in time with regard to the starting quarterback for Texas Tech. Uh, you know, I feel we're going to go in and we're going to grade this scrimmage. I feel like we're in a good place where we can either make an announcement on Monday or Tuesday. Um, you know, we practice Tuesday morning, so I want the guy going with the ones on Tuesday morning. And I think uh, we'll be able to do that, you know, whether it's going to be tomorrow afternoon or Monday. Um, but we want to do it before that practice. So we'll grade this scrimmage. Uh, I mean, it's, it's a tight. It's, it's tight, but there's been um, – you know, coming out of the scrimmage, I think there's going to be a guy that kind of stepped out. The one thing that I will tell y'all, whoever it is, we're going to play all three uh, week one. They're all, you know, if it's Donovan, then the other two will have packages. It won't be a rotation. They'll have a package. If it's uh, Tyler, the other two will have packages. And if it's Barron, then the other two will have packages. But that, you know, that first week, second week, I just, I want everybody we play to have to defend our playmakers. And we have three quarterbacks that are playmakers, so I want to make sure they're having to defend those guys. So there you go. So he feels like all three will play against Murray State. But uh, at that point in time, he did feel like he he knew who the starting quarterback was because I asked him that. I said, do you feel like you know? And he pretty much felt like they knew, but they wanted to sit down and, you know, like he said, evaluate and – I think the other thing they wanted to do is they wanted to sit down and talk with each one of the quarterbacks personally and say, here's where we are. Here's where you fit. Here's how we see you. Here's who's going to be the starter so that they could do that, you know, face to face as opposed to have some kind of Twitter announcement or press release or something along those lines, which I think is the the fairest way to do that. Sure. Communication in that regard is good. You want to tell a young man, hey, we still value you. Mm -hmm. Uh, We think very highly of you. We are confident that you could come in and do the job if called upon. So, uh, you know, don't take this as uh, a negative, but uh, just keep using it to pushing you to work hard. And um, because, you know, if you get your opportunity, we're going to need you to step in there and, and do the things that we've seen you do during practice and, and um, help this football team win. So um, how was that for Coach Lent? You know, I think Pretty those, good. Uh, what you're trying to do there yeah. is tell a kid, hey, you you still value them and, you know, we think highly of you. Don't 
don't get your dauber down and and don't you know go into a shell here just keep doing what you're doing and things will work out right for you and these kids have watched plenty of college football games heck high school games as well where they see qb1 go down and the backup has to come in and it may you know propel them to a you know terrific um career and season and game etc 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 yesterday while looking ahead to today's sports day this is the morning drive podcast from double t 97.3 jamie's question of the day on double t 97.3 is presented by bizarre solutions call them today for a free cybersecurity audit all right hit us with it uh jeff and i and everyone else will respond to your question of the day okay my question for you today mm-hmm and a Joey McGuire said stepping on campus has pretty much in the eyes of the Red Raider fan base done no wrong. Every decision was the right decision. Mm-hmm. I think pretty much everybody would would say that. And mm-hmm. it's fun to see us all in <clears throat> unison together. Do you think that most Red Raider fans were happy when they heard Tyler Shuck was named the starting quarterback Ooh. on Sunday night? Ooh. Ooh. Is this the first time that Red Raider fans question Joey McGuire? Because they would say, well, it should have been Baron Morton or it should have been Donovan Smith. Or what are you seeing here? Um, no, I, I don't. I think the question marks will come. Okay. The first time that Chuck misses it. Well, not the first time. Maybe I think the questions will come if he does not have a good performance against Murray State. I think you know that because he has said week one starter, Tyler Shuck. He has said the other two are going to play. So I think I don't I don't I think it's a, it would require a bad performance against Murray State or against uh, Houston before people would kind of question that decision. So you think when the announcement was made. They there's, were very accepting. They were. Yeah, there's a lot of buy-in. I think there's buy-in because it's Coach McGuire, and okay. so far he hasn't made any missteps. And you know, I'm buying what you're selling, Coach. Okay. I I don't know that they were unhappy. Uh, that might be the way I would describe this. It was <clears throat> the the reactions to it on social media and everything else. I didn't see a whole lot of it. Should have been the other guy. It should have been this. It was all right. Let's go. To quote Julie McGuire. Um, it. This is the decision that was made, and we're ready to roll into week one at this point is kind of how I – I don't know that they were happy or not happy with it, but this is what we're doing, and we're rolling with it. And the other thing is, I don't know that we've seen I, – I can't sit here and say that I've seen other than what we saw with Shuck last year before the Texas game under a completely different regime, what we saw with uh, Donovan Smith under basically two different coaches and what we – obviously what we saw in the Liberty Bowl game. Um but but since since December, except for you know just a handful of things in the in the uh, spring game and Donovan Smith and I don't he may have thrown a couple of balls but that's about it. We really haven't seen a whole lot, so it's hard to it's hard to judge because you really haven't you really haven't been able to, you really haven't seen a whole lot to be able to say, oh man, it's clearly obvious to me that this is the starting quarterback, right? Yeah, no, I I uh I think I'm I'm buying into both of what you guys are what both of you are saying and that it's just a 100% buy-in with Joey McGuire. And I think that 
it seemed to me that within the last few weeks, most Red Raider fans were resigned to the fact, not positive or negative, but just accepting of the fact that it was going to be Tyler Shuck. Um, so I, I think that that's also part of it. Like that's what, that was the expectation. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so I'm with you guys in feeling like if he had gone with Donovan or Barron, it may have been a bigger surprise. But I don't think it was going to necessarily make fans happier. I think that they were expecting to hear Tyler Shuck, and I think they're 100% bought in on if this is what Coach Kitley and Coach McGuire think is the right thing, then then I'm in. Let's go. Let's fo- let's follow. Yeah, I think they've got work. a lot of equity right yeah. now. I mean, there's a lot of blind belief in them. Okay. There's. there's... I mean, have they earned equity, or have they just? No, I think you're. I think. I think. Um... I mean, Coach Kitley. That's better said. Okay, Coach Kitley, to a certain degree, has mm-hmm. earned equity because mm-hmm. of what the numbers he's put up at two mm-hmm. different places. Okay, but Coach McGuire's not coached a college football game before. I mean, head coach, the equity right. that yeah. he has is uh, just our faith and belief in him. Sure, but it's not really about no, him th- being a head football coach yeah. at this level. I think that that's that's fair. Okay, um, so I, I think I agree with you guys. I don't think that the most were unhappy. I, I'm still intrigued by the fact that most believe that Tyler Shuck is not going to be the starter all season long. Mm-hmm. And we kind of dove into that last week, but yet they're still completely fine with this decision. And it's to me, it's 100% like, hey, we trust these guys so much right now. Right. And I think it's great. I, th- I think it's it, there's nothing to be uh, negative about there. It's just the... As a fan base, I feel like we're talking out of both sides of our mouth a little bit. Sure, You're yeah, probably right about that. Yeah, yeah. and and uh, you know, there's no outrage factories. Maybe, maybe we would have had more questions if Baron Morton had been named the starting quarterback. I think it would have been more surprise. Yeah, yeah. that would have been the biggest surprise. We'd be like, okay, has he advanced that much, or have the other guys regressed? Yeah. At the end of last year, who did you think was the better quarterback, Tyler Shuck or Donovan Smith? I thought Donovan Smith. Okay, I would agree. I would agree. You but at the same time, you have... I'm sorry, go ahead. You Jeff. also hadn't seen Shuck since the Texas game. That was a long time between getting hurt in the Texas game and then the win against Mississippi State in the bowl game. Okay, but I mean, I, I didn't see anything in that four games that said, this guy's elite. No, that's true. Okay. Um, oh, I've forgotten the point I was going to make. Uh, Donovan Smith. <laughs> um <laughs> being the better quarterback oh so the one the one variable here that we have to take into account is it's a completely different offense Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and so maybe tyler shuck is the guy that fits this offense better and that's one thing that i i always wondered you know with coach kitley where it's about you know accuracy and less about your quarterback being mobile and running the football and that just you know reading defenses and all that stuff that's where i thought maybe in this offense tyler shuck would have a leg up. And so that, that to me, has to factor into this as well. Okay. A couple things here from the Yates Flooring Center chat line. What a fan is, blind belief. Otherwise, you're a critic. Got to believe. Syntex uh, saying, Tech Twitter was very accepting of this decision. It just makes sense. Oh, well, if Tech Twitter is, I mean, if you're, if, if, it, if you're getting accepted on uh, Twitter, then by, by all means, right? Mm, that makes me doubt it <laughs> uh this and he specified we're going to see all three of them first game so nothing really to be upset about start but still evaluating 
Uh, I just heard different packages. I didn't hear start, but still evaluating. But I did hear week one. Okay. Uh, this. Uh, I'm really I'm happy with Shuck for now. LOL. Not sure why people thought Shuck wouldn't be the starter. Looked awesome prior to getting hurt. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's we're gonna have to agree to disagree. I thought he looked fine. Yeah. I didn't think he looked awesome. Not thrilled to hear the quarterback choice, but I assume Coach knows more than me. Small town Raider. I, 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 well said. I agree one hundred percent. I'm going to assume that as well. He knows really. Yeah, yeah. He knows more than me. Yeah, really? Absolutely. Okay. Oh, absolutely. Uh, oh, there's a, a lot of people. I, I remember, I know a little about a lot. I know there's not very much that I know a lot about. Okay. I know a little about a lot. Okay? And saved. Okay. Yes, should have been Donovan. Uh, you are Captain Obvious this morning. Uh, I, at some point in time, do I did, do I get a promotion like Colonel Obvious or is Captain Obvious? Does oh, it just sound better? How do you know he's talking about you? Uh, he says you are Captain Obvious this morning. I'm I'm assuming. Okay, I'm I, don't, assuming. I don't know. Uh, Red Raider two guns. I was pulling for Smith since he won the bowl game. Josh says I was rooting for Smith, but I'm not at practice. Okay. Yeah, that, that I, that's fair. And I would probably say the same thing, Josh. Yeah. yeah. I was very happy about him named this, being named the starter. I always thought he was above the others with experience. This, told you, Chuck, it was going to be Chuck. <laughs> told you, Chuck, it was going to be Chuck. Beating a depressed Mississippi State team doesn't mean you get to be the starter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> told you, Chuck. I thought you Chuck. were... I think for a while there you were thinking it was going to be Donovan. Yeah, but no. you flipped in the last two or three yeah, but, weeks. But I mean, I, 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 yeah, I mean, I, 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 I did. Yeah. Um, this Kitley is praised by Mahomes for developing him, and he had Zappy go off last year. I'll trust his opinion until he says otherwise. Fair. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, Donovan is a better athlete. Chuck has a better arm. It takes an arm to run Kitley's offense. Okay. Mm hmm. Well, we're going to find out a week from Saturday, right? Then when Murray State comes to town and then eh, it'll get... I don't know if we are. You feel like it's got to be better competition than okay, that. Okay, Houston will be yeah. in town a week, from, yeah. a week from then. Okay, so two weeks from Saturday against Houston. Getting you up and getting your sports day started. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Nice to have you with us with Jamie Lent and Jeff McGuire and Chuck Hines. Saw a uh, managerial list for the uh, Texas Rangers. Chris Woodward is now trying to, to figure it out. How about this stat? This is from the Dallas Morning News. Again, little um, conversation starter. Take a take a wild guess uh, in the history of Major League Baseball, the number of managers who have won at least a thousand games. You have any any idea of? A thousand? Yeah, do you think... Let me just ask you this. Do you think it's more than 100 or less than 100? I would guess less. Okay, more than 50 or less than 50? More. I'll say less. 66. Okay. Chris Young, who's now the Rangers' head daddy rabbit. I don't know if he has an official title yet. Um, spent 13 years in the major leagues. He played for four of those 66. Okay. I think three of these names would surprise you uh, just 
off the top of your head if you knew who they were that have won a thousand games in their big league career as a manager okay three of the four i think would surprise you the name that wouldn't surprise you is bruce bochi okay he played for him in san diego okay the other three buck showalter that doesn't surprise me he was around he was around for a long time. time okay ned yost okay that one does that one does milwaukee and kansas City is where he spent his time and the fourth one, I think, will really surprise you, although he's been a big league manager for a long time but not had great success, Bud Black. Okay, Bud Black. So so basically, he's now trying to figure out, okay, who's next on the list, you know, for the, uh, for the Texas Rangers. Um, Tony Beasley's going to get probably at least a, an interview. The problem with Bruce Bochy is he turned 68. He would have to be talked out of retirement. Um, but, you know, like I said, he did manage Chris Young in San Diego. Tony Beasley managed Chris Young when he was in the minor leagues. Okay. Yeah, if you're having to talk somebody out of it, or do you really want them? Right. Doesn't seem, seem like they're all in and wanting to put the effort. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Madden uh, is a guy that wants to manage again. So okay. he's, he's a guy that's obviously got his skin on the wall with – you know, the World Series ring with the uh, Chicago Cubs and, you know, great success with Tampa Bay, but not so much with the Angels. Um, here's, a, here's a couple of names from the Rangers standpoint. Not Michael Young, but Mike Napoli. Okay. He's currently coaching with the Cubs and has aspirations to manage, according to this article. All right, that's an interesting one. Uh, Mark DeRosa has expressed interest in managing. He has just been named the Team USA's manager for the World Baseball Classic. And he expressed, he's also an analyst on uh, the Rangers uh, TV broadcast, you know, for post game and stuff. So anyway, there's, um, there's a couple names for you. Okay. Okay. So we'll see. We'll see. I think they're probably going to have probably, they're probably going to have some vetting that goes through this, right? I would, my guess is they're going to hire a name. This time around. I don't think it's going to be Tony Beasley. Yeah. 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 I just I just don't think that... I, for the, whatever reason, don't think it's going to be Joe Madden either. Okay. I mean, he just did a terrible job with a division mm-hmm. opponent. I am so glad we got this text with regard to the Little League World Series. I, I was aware of this, and I, it's my fault for not bringing it up a couple of weeks ago. Um, but we have a, a young man here in town who's going to compete in the Home Run Derby. Um, um, and that'll take place later this week um, there in uh, in Williamsport. So that'll be that'll be cool. Um, and his uh, his dad is texted in uh, this morning. His name is uh, Drake Molinar, and uh, he'll compete in the uh, home run derby, Little League World Series home run derby. That's I guess this Friday, um, starting at five p.m. So that's pretty cool. That's really cool. Um, so I know that they've had some fundraisers for him and things like that to help him have uh, the complete and total experience and hopefully, hopefully he'll have a great experience and, uh, and good luck to him. Absolutely. Cause I think that, uh, that would be extremely cool to see. Right. Absolutely. No you doubt. Know? Just getting to uh, go there and compete has to be a, a right. lot of fun. Absolutely. Once in a lifetime opportunity, all those things, uh, sure. all those things, uh, eight twenty this morning here on the morning drive. All right. Uh, Texas tech football. Uh, Coach McGuire, um, after uh, the the scrimmage on Saturday, 
uh, was asked about the tightest race for starter other than, Jamie, quarterback and kicker. And here's what he had to say. Center. Center. You know, those guys have, have uh, gone with the ones and twos, and it's, you know, it's kind of been every day. Um, the good thing, uh, again, whoever wins it, I mean, they're good players. I mean, the thing about our interior guys, like Western Wright can play center, you know. Um, Dennis and Briggs can play guard, you know. And I've really challenged Hamby. Like, I don't care what they are. Give me the best five guys to go play with. And that's what we're really trying to get. Because at the end of the day, guys, I mean, whoever our quarterback is, y'all seen all three of them. They're good football players. But can we protect them? How good can we be up front? I, you know, this, this conference we're fixed to play in, when you're playing Baylor in that defensive line, you're playing OU in that defensive line, you're playing Oklahoma State in that defensive line, then, you know, it's more probably about the big boys than it is actually who's playing that quarterback position. So Hamby and, and uh, Bunning, our GA, they've really been challenged to who's going to be the best five. All right, so the Dennis he's referring to is Dennis Wilburn, uh, 6'3", 320, a senior from Humble, played at Nimitz. And um, Cade Briggs is uh, 6'3", a senior, 300 pounds from Las Vegas, played at uh, Bishop Gorman. Uh, but he makes a great point. It feels like uh, that they feel good about the quarterback. He's got to, can we protect him? Absolutely have to. It changes everything. And it's not just a quarterback position that affects and your receivers and mm-hmm. and obviously your running backs as well. Okay, so he was also asked about the competition on the offensive line in addition to that uh, center position. It's going good. I think it's the same thing. I think we'll come out of this and on Tuesday. Um, now, you know, uh, the one thing I'm going to tell everybody, I mean, we're going to compete every week and um, we're going to put the best guys out there. And so I'm hoping that the guys that have wanted out of this don't relax because if they do, we're just going to plug somebody else in. Um, but I feel like when we come out there on Tuesday, we're going to have the starting offensive line that we're going to play Murray State with. And um, I think out of this scrimmage, we'll be able to say, hey, here's, I mean, we know who our left tackle is. Um, you know, I feel good about a right tackle. Monroe Mills has had a really good camp. And then the interior guys, it's, uh, you know, you've got uh, Weston Wright, you got Landon Peterson, um, who both of those were out last week for an ankle. And, and uh, so they were back today. And then uh, Dennis and, and Cade. And then the other guy that's had a really good camp that's in the mix is Jacoby Jackson. I mean, Jacoby has had a great camp. And, you know, I, he's going to play both guards, and so it might be that it would be a little different. We might be playing three guards, in a, you know, throughout the game uh, with him being the swing guy playing left and right. That's uh, Texas Tech head football coach Joy McGuire Saturday uh, after the scrimmage, 823 this morning here on the morning drive. I, he was not asked, but I'm sure that they are tired of hitting each other. <clears throat> Usually that's one of those obligatory questions that you ask. Mm-hmm. Just didn't come up. It's good. <laughs> just didn't just it's didn't good. didn't come up. I'm proud of our you know, our media brothers. For not asking that question. And sisters. Yeah, no, it, it, yeah. it, it didn't even it didn't even occur to me, you know, to ask that question. I kinda got answered what I wanted answered. And um you know, I didn't get the answer I was wanting. I just but he answered the question. So but nobody said, Oh, you're tired of hitting each other? No, nobody answered that question. Oh, we sure are. Tired of hitting each other. I look forward to Murray State. And now that may be 
That may be a question for next week when he has his skull session with the media. Okay. Okay. That might be something mm-hmm. that uh, somebody will ask that question next week. I'm like, oh, you're tired of hitting each other? Can I answer it now? Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know, we've got a lot of work done here at camp, and uh, we've <laughs> been able to, you know, really challenge these guys. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's there's a challenge there in being physical with one mm-hmm. another and playing with intensity and, and sure. doing those things. But at the same time, uh, you're also careful not to, you know, not to get anybody hurt. But, um, man, this is a competitive bunch. And, uh, <laughs> it, you know, it's about winning games. And uh, I think these guys are really anxious to go out there and show what they can do. Yeah, so, that, that's spot so, on. Yeah, that's we absolutely are anxious to hit somebody else. Yeah, well, that's, mm-hmm. that, we're going to prop you up there for Coach mm-hmm. McGuire if he ever needs, you know, assistance, you know, in the in the speaking. Mm-hmm. You know, if he, if he has laryngitis or something like that. Yeah. Well, there's one thing there. I really enjoy doing, it's talking. I know. <laughs> you get, there, well, you talk five hours a day, so, I mean, you must. You must. I enjoy talking with you. You've been listening to the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3. For more from Lubbock Sports Station, go to double T 973.com.